Clayton. John Clayton. Hey, Ma, I'm done with my segment. This is the Coors Light Cold Hard Facts with John Clayton. Brought to you by Coors Light. Made to chill. We're talking football with the professor, John Clayton, as we do every day at this time. If you guys have questions for John, you can text those in right now, 421-3776. That's 421-ESPN. We'll try to get to some of your questions before we let him go for the day. Hello, John. Hello, guys. Well, uh, I see the news. Uh, there could be another candidate for a defensive coordinator out there as the Ravens have fired Wink Martindale with a year left on his contract. How about that? I know. I don't know if he'd be a fit here. <clears throat> because, you know, he's more of a 3-4 guy than a 4-3 guy, but he's a good coach. I mean, a really good coach. A little older, but very wise. I know. Are you that... surprised by that that move? No, because, again, they had a bad season. And so just like we saw with, uh, you know, Ken Norton Jr., if you have a bad season on defense, and this was their worst season in years, you know, then you, you put yourself being vulnerable to getting fired like that. And I know that, uh, you know, particularly they're interested in Joe Cully, who had been down in Jacksonville, who had been on the coaching staff before. I'm not saying that he's going to be the replacement, but again, he's one of the candidates to replace. So, no, I'm not surprised. Again, you know, it's like we're going to see a lot of coaching moves happen here, particularly as early as next week, you know, because now some of these jobs are going to start to close. We already had, you know, a GM hired today with Joe Shane going to uh, the New York Giants from Buffalo. That could take Brian Dable and put him over with the New York Giants. So, yeah, things are going to really start to pick up. But I don't know if Wink's a real uh, you know, fit right now for Seattle. Yeah, I wouldn't think so either. You know, it's funny when I was doing the, looking at the passing yeah. numbers as far as yardage given up. The Seahawks were 31st. Mm-hmm. Ravens were, were 32nd. Yeah. They were giving up 280 yards. I know. You know, in the past, what happened to them? I didn't. They had a lot a of, of they, they had a lot of injuries at the cornerback yeah. position, and they weren't real good at. And they had injuries at the safety position too. So they were kind of decimated. I mean, again, and where I say decimated, I mean, you know, John Harbaugh, you know, twice made the mistake, and I call it a mistake of going for a two point conversion uh, at the end of two games, uh, twice. And the reason he did that yeah. is because he didn't know if he had enough cornerback play to make it through an overtime. So, yeah. again, that's not on Wink Martindale. That's on basically injuries, bad luck, because the, Ra- the Ravens had one of the most injured seasons in football. Yeah, that, and also, didn't they have a ton of COVID problems, too? They did, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, and that's a good point you bring up about going for two there because, because oh, the defense was so bad. But, um John Harbaugh, though, I mean, it's pretty rare for him. I mean, he's probably one of the more underrated coaches as far as uh, he gets his teams Mm -hmm. into the playoffs pretty often. I mean, he's right up there with, like, New Orleans, Green Bay, Seattle. So I'm sure there there's no possible talk of John Harbaugh moving on from him or anything like that. Well, there was a couple years ago, because remember, the owner wasn't too happy about three years ago with the way the direction the franchise was going and was thinking about letting Harbaugh go, which would have been a huge mistake. And so fortunately, they stayed with him and didn't make a change. Yeah. Hey, John, uh, how surprised are you that the Panthers are going to hire Ben McAdoo as their OC? I I last recall him being Mm -hmm. a punchline as as the uh, coach of the New York Giants. It just shows you right now that nobody wants to go to work with Matt Rule. 
you know, because the guy that they really wanted was uh, Jay Gruden, John Gruden's brother, and they kept on entertaining him. You know, I think they interviewed him twice, and I think he ended up saying no. And so it's like they had to hire somebody. And because what everybody realizes, and that's why they're having problems getting coaches on the staff, is because most people think that Matt Rule is going to get fired after next season. And if that's going to be the case, you want to go someplace and just go for a year? If you're Ben McAdoo, yeah. If you're Jay Gruden, probably not. Big news today, probably, John, uh, other than the Wink Martindale thing. Titans activate Derrick Henry. Yeah, I agree. Man, that's that's huge. And mm-hmm. uh, so for him, I, I just I'm curious, like he's full go, is he full practice, all that stuff? I mean, full go, was... full practice, and uh, part of a rotation, not the full game. Okay, so they're going to kind of limit his, yeah, have his to. reps. Have to have to. I mean, if yeah. they don't, then they're crazy. That's yeah, it. That'd be bad coaching by Mike Vrabel if they try to let him do too much. Yeah. Well, and then the other good one is uh, Nick Bosa cleared yeah. his concussion protocol. So it seems like it's working out pretty well for the NFL because they want mm-hmm. all their stars out there. But Andrew Whitworth, Taylor Rapp are both out for Sunday's game. Right. That's uh, it's going to make it tough down in Tampa Bay. But mm-hmm. Tampa had some uh, injuries to their offensive line, right? Yeah, the right tackle Tristan Wolf is uh, he's going to miss the game. And it looks like Ryan Jensen's going to play, but his ankle's really bad. And so, uh, and you can see he struggled last week with that ankle to a point where you know he wasn't very effective, and it affected their blocking scheme. So that's going to be a problem. And then Jason Pierre-Paul looks like uh, he's he's questionable for the game. I don't know if he's going to be able to play. Of the games coming up this weekend, who's the most likely to pull off the upset? Um. Uh... Maybe Buffalo. I mean, I, I still think Kansas City's going to win, but Buffalo goes in there with a hot quarterback and Josh Allen, you know, a, a team right now that uh, with Josh Allen running, they're doing a better job with the offense. So, uh, you know, they're they're on top of their game. And so, uh, and we'll see. Now, the big problem is for them is that they're not great at the cornerback position and they're taking on a real healthy uh, group of receivers right now for the Chiefs, you know, where the Chiefs, uh, last week had 404 yards passing and about 258 yards after the catch. That could be a big problem for the Bills' cornerbacks. You know, it's funny. Uh, we were talking to Moyer about this yesterday. He liked Buffalo. Yeah. They're, the Bills are number one in a couple of different categories, yet when you look at their starting lineup, it's not like you see Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like they're a bunch of kind of, I mean, I, I know who they are because we played them last year, but mm-hmm. it's not like they're big superstars. No. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're best defensive players on injured reserve, and that's Tredav- Tredavian uh, White, I mean, because he blew out his ACL, and he's their best defensive player, and so he's the one star they have on defense, but he's not going to be able to you know, do anything in this game and hasn't since uh, pretty much most of the season. Do you agree with uh, with John, uh, Bob? Because it, as far as an upset goes, and I don't know how big of a yeah. point spread it is, but kind of, I th- think the Rams are kind of interesting going into Tampa Bay. I think that one might. Well, be... according according to what I'm looking at here on ESPN's score page, uh, the line is Tampa Bay favored by two and a half. Two and a half. That's that's what they have, and they've got the line is Kansas City favored by two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I suppose any <laughs> any team that's on the road. Is pretty much the underdog. Yeah. Well, what about the what about the Bengals though? I, they just I know nobody's. Here's the thing. I think nobody's talking about the Titans <clears throat> now. They're talking about them because Derrick Henry is going to yeah. start. But it felt like prior to that, 
we, they weren't even being mentioned. So with all due respect to the Titans, the way the Bengals have been playing, they seem like they're, they're ripe to pull off an upset. They right? could, yeah, yeah. That's why they, these are going to be such great games. I mean, the only game that I think is going to be a little bit more one-sided is going to be San Francisco at Green Bay. You know, because Green Bay's at home, it's a night game, zero wind chill. They've got Aaron Donald, I mean, Aaron uh, Rodgers. <laughs> and then, you know, I just don't know why and if Jimmy Garoppolo can do well you know, with a bad thumb and a bad shoulder. Sounds like, so Bowles interviewed today yeah. with uh, with the Vikings. So, yeah. you know, obviously a, uh, a Zoom call or whatever yeah. they yeah. Yeah. went down there, but... Uh, it's kind of interesting. I mean, you know, going into um, how common is that, that that happens when you get that, that kind of a, a thing going on? Because he's got to be putting a ton of time into the L.A. Rams, of course. Yeah, but, of course, I mean, that's what everybody's been doing. I mean, it's been because, you know, most of the coaches that are up for job candidates are, you know, in the playoffs or have been in the playoffs, and so they're all on Zoom calls. So it's happened, uh, you know, I I mean, again, and most teams have like nine to ten candidates, so it's probably happened, I'd say, 50, 60 times, if not more. I saw I saw um, Eric Bieniemy was being interviewed today, yeah. but it was uh, – which team was it? Do you remember who was talking Den- to him? Denver, Denver. Denver, that's right. Is is? But they were saying that's so far the only team mm-hmm. that has requested an interview with him, which I find surprising because he seemed like – the hot candidate last year that yeah. didn't get the job, so I thought there might be more team, and maybe more will come to the front. But mm-hmm. are you surprised so far that it's only one team? No, not really. I mean, I, I think he does. He doesn't do well in his interviews, and because of that, I think it it scared a few teams off as far as bringing him in on the Zoom call or anything of that nature. So uh, yeah, it, it's disappointing because I think he can be a real good head coach. But again, he's not. You know, other than Denver, and I think Denver still, you know, they're going to wrap up everything on Sunday night. And if that's going to be the case, I think they'll make an offer to Dan Quinn on Monday morning, and we'll see where Dan stands on that. What What does that mean? He doesn't interview well. Like, I mean, I guess that could mean a lot of things. But I picture him up on the board, yeah. drawing up plays, or no. here's how I'd run things, or how they don't like his philosophy, or what? What do you hear about him not interviewing well? Um, well, uh, one of the things that he does, he cusses a lot. Now you know John Gruden did that, a uh, bunch of you know a bunch of coaches did it. But you know you're in an interview with an owner, and all of a sudden you're making some uh, some bad words and stuff like that. And apparently that scares a few teams off. No kidding, huh? That seems. I feel like every coach I've ever heard cusses a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I guess I get it. You don't want to do it in an interview, but no. the idea that an owner would be scared off by that would be. I know. Seems, seems odd, but well, okay. I mean, it seems odd, but it seems to be the case because again, I mean, you know, Denver right now is Eric's only interview. Hmm. Yeah, Bianami's fire, fiery dude. Yeah, definitely. So no doubt about it. And so yeah. you know, it's almost too fiery, and so it's like uh, you know maybe pay a little bit of a price for that. Yeah. Who's conducting the meetings? Derek Carr? <laughs> uh, no, because Derek does not like any swearing. I know, I know. Hey, uh, I see that Daniel Jemima put together his uh, mock Jeremiah, draft. yeah, Jer- Jeremiah. Yeah, I call him Daniel Jer- Jemima. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, uh, you starting to even to look at that at all, John? Starting to, yeah. yeah I, saw, so- I saw that he had, uh, I think, what, Washington at 9 taking uh or he had you know the first quarterback taken as the pit quarterback going at nine yeah something like that yeah i think he has three you know quarterbacks in there yeah. but the, the two that are really uh intriguing to me are um aiden um 
uh, what's his name? Hutchinson. Right. The the kid from Michigan, the defensive right, end. Right, just, right. Oh, my God, he's fun to watch. And then he has him at, at second. And then is it Thibodeau or Thibodeau, the kid from Thibodeau, Oregon? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's all he has, three runner. offensive linemen up top. Yeah. In the but, first uh, five or six. Yeah, it just it just seems like those two guys. And it just kind of goes to show you how pass rush and how – it, the NFL values uh-huh. pass rush. So I thought it was kind of uh, ironic that uh, I think the first receiver that Daniel has in there, you know, as the ninth pick, which is a little bit surprisingly low compared to the way the things have gone the last couple of years, which uh, may hmm. say something about the wide receiver crop this year. Yep. If you guys have questions for John, you can text him in 421-3776. That's 421-ESPN, powered by Mac and Jack's Brewing Company. Uh, I feel like we've talked about this, but J.D. Yeah. in the 509 says, Professor, is this the end of the road for Mike McCarthy and Jerry's world? Uh, I mean, no, the road's going to continue uh, for one more year. And if he doesn't do well, then he's gone after next season. So it's oh. like uh, they're, gonna, they're not going to fire him now. I mean, they're standing by him, but they're not real happy. And Jerry keeps talking about how unhappy he is. And, of course, it looks like there's a decent chance, you know, you can see him losing a bunch of his coaches. I mean, we all know that Dan Quinn's going to get a head coaching job. We'll see about Kellen Moore. We'll see about Joe Witt Jr. And so it's like, uh, yeah, they could be losing a bunch. Has anybody interviewed Kellen Moore or requested that yet? Yeah, there's been about uh, three or four teams. So you think you think yeah, Denver being one of them, and yeah, what's that? You think he, you think he gets a head coach? I don't job? know. I don't know. I mean, again, it's like uh, you know, I can't. You know, it's, there's some teams that are leaning different directions. I mean, like for example, the the one one, it's like the incompetency at Houston. You know, right now, Houston yesterday uh, interviewed Josh McCown, and I think right now he's become the leading candidate for the job. They wanted to hire him last year, and he's never been a head coach. He's never really been a coach. And they may hire him as their head coach. As far as GMs go, John, who who are uh, some of the the hot names that that are going around? Because luckily the Seahawks don't yeah. have to don't have to worry about that part. But who are some of the up and comers? Anybody with uh, what about like Trent Kirchner? You know, some of the guys. That yeah, are he, with I don't. The... I don't. I mean, I think he was supposed to be on Minnesota's list, and I don't know if he's interviewed there yet. Uh, you know, I thought that, uh, you know, the San Francisco had one that was going to be, you know, hired by the Giants, but then they end up with going with Joe Shane from Buffalo. So, yeah, but you know, there's, and again, you know, Chicago right now is just going crazy because I think they had 14 candidates right now for their GM job and they're not even all the way through that list. Yeah. Mm. And Trent's, what is he, player personnel? Yeah. Uh, pro player. Per- I think pro personnel, pro yeah. Pro player personnel yeah, so, yeah. for the Seahawks. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I can imagine that there's uh, going to be a pretty decent number of uh, from the, the John Schneider tree as far as GMs go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, John, somebody asking in the 509, will Jason Garrett ever be a head coach again? Hmm. I mean, I, I wouldn't rule it out, but uh, I don't think it looks good right now. Yeah, I think he because again he he he's not even up for some of these offensive coordinator jobs surprisingly, so it's like it may it may be difficult, but you can't rule out anything because again, you know when you have seven or eight changes a year, then somebody's got to take some of these jobs. Yeah, well, if McAdoo's getting a job, then he could probably find a job somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, and you know already, I mean, you can start to see that uh, you know teams are figuring out you know who's could be gone next year and it looks like it could be you know, just like this year a pretty big list 
It sounds kind of interesting. Not hearing uh, many COVID problems. Yeah. For the playoffs, and it's almost like it's just dropped off mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. far as uh, news goes. I guess good sign. I guess that but... five that five day window has helped. You know, because now I mean, you can you know they're they're and they're not testing as much, and uh, I mean you can come back after five days if you do have some positives or contact or things of that nature. But yeah, it's been it's been real good since the playoffs began after it being it so bad. I mean, nine hundred and sixty one players. You know, during the season, and so many of them, seventy percent of them, in the last month. Yeah. Uh, two five three asking, hey John, does Derek Carr stay in, in Las Vegas? I think so, but it depends. I, I don't know if they they may hire Jim Harbaugh, and I don't know. I can't read Jim Harbaugh's mind. Is like I don't think anybody can. It's a and dark so, place, John. It is. It is a dark place, and so you know, it's like you know, he'll he'll have to make the decision on that. But, uh, you know, you'd have to think maybe he would. But, uh, you know, anything can happen on, on a Jim Harbaugh team if he takes the job. Well, uh, as far as uh, so you think San Francisco, I'm just trying to sit here and look and go, okay, who, who's going to be in the Super Bowl? Uh, you, I can't. I mean, nobody, yeah, I, nobody knows. I'm going, Joe. I'm going to go for it here. I'm going to oh, say boy. I'm going to say Rams Titans. Really? Rematch. Bob. Rematch yeah. of uh, in the Super Bowl. L.A. Rams and Tennessee Titans. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds like John about. doesn't agree with you. Yeah, I don't you. agree. No, it's like I'm nowhere. Wait, John goes, no, nobody knows, nobody knows. And then when I throw one out there, oh, that's wrong. You, you don't know. <laughs> I like that. He's like, that's cute. That's a cute prediction. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't agree. You I don't agree, but you don't. go like 49ers, Bengals or something like that. Uh, no. That would have been another rematch from way yeah. back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah. back in the 80s. That's mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like Green Bay is going to get there. I, I mean, think I, so, yeah. I, that's pretty chalky, but yeah. Yeah, I would take that. And, and maybe Buffalo. Maybe Buffalo Could be. is the Could surprise be. team in the AFC. What about Kansas City? Yeah, I don't know. I mean. I don't know. Again, it's like nobody knows. No, well, nobody knows for a fact. Everybody, that's why you, yeah, it's yeah. gambling, John. You're gambling. Yeah, you're you're making a bet. Good point. So there you go. Hey, uh, John, you doing your show tomorrow? Yeah, 8 to 11, taking your phone calls. 8 to 11, taking phone calls with the Professor John Clayton tomorrow, and you'll be back with us on Monday. That'll be true. Have a great weekend. Thanks. There you go. There's John Clayton. If you missed any of today's cold, hard facts, brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill, download the podcast at 710sports.com. You know, nobody knows, but I feel like Vegas knows, Dave. I feel like Vegas has a has an idea. of. of they don't gonna, know. They always, I mean, it's uncanny how often they're right. It's yeah, you're right. But I mean, the most common score deficit is three points. All right, three, three and a half points. If you look at you know at scores mm-hmm. week in and week out, so that's why they you know typically go with three and a half as the home field advantage, whatever. So yeah, you can see uh, in this ensemble, Bob, uh, it's a dedication, <laughs> an homage to Super Bowl Forty when the Rolling Stones, Stones for the halftime show. Yep, and it's a big pair of lips with a uh, football, football that is a tongue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. You are wait. Is your do you have clothes just strewn about your entire bedroom right now? I do. I had to start cleaning up here. <laughs> I just picture you going through the rifling through the drawers, throwing yeah. them everywhere, and you fold them, put them. In. I'm going to display this one next break, and next break after that, I'll display this one. You've already got it planned out, don't you? Yeah, no, I just go with a feel, Bob. It's a, it's, it's just a feel thing for the artistic mind. Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. So that's what, that's what you what, need. What did George call that color that he had, or that 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 
what do you say? I was, I was feeling autumn or feeling he was wearing, there was an episode where they were, they were, they were headed somewhere and he was going to go with Jerry somewhere. And he was, he was wearing a certain color clothing and he was, he called, I call this autumn mist or something like that. I yeah. can't remember what it was, but it was something like that. I used You're, to, I had a whole bunch of t-shirts or shirts that I named Jessamine and Danny were, were really into it. I had the mustard shirt. Um, I had the goat which was my favorite. Um, yeah, there was all these different names, and Danny'd be like, "What do you got? What do you? What's the name of that shirt?" And I'd be like, "I don't have a name for this one, okay? I'm not going to name every shirt, but stop feeling it." Becomes too hard to keep track of at that point. All right, our thanks to the professor John Clayton. If you missed any of today's cold hard facts, brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill. Download the podcast at seven ten sports dot com and uh, a reminder we do have mean text coming up at 5 45 today so you still have some time to get your submissions in just be creative text them in 421-3776-421 espn powered by mac and jack's brewing company coming up which nfl teams advance to the conference title games and what can the seahawks learn from them we'll uh we'll make our picks and we'll break it all down next with wyman and bob on 710 espn seattle